You are so much more than what you do. And you have permission to change, to evolve, to express things differently, to try different things throughout this lifetime. You're not here to just be or do one thing. You're not here to just be friends with one group of people or to just be in one organization or make this one commitment. You're here to experience life as a multidimensional being. And when we limit ourselves in some way because we can't conceptualize of our identity as something different than what we've always been, then life starts feeling really small. It starts feeling really constrictive. We start feeling really stuck in a lot of ways. We feel like we're suffocating. And that's really when it feels like life force energy is like drained out of us. It's because life is pushing you to express and evolve and try new things and be the creative expression of life force energy that you are in a lot of different ways. And yet you are limiting yourself from that expression, because you can't conceptualize of yourself as anything different than who you've always been. Hello, hello, welcome back to the Magic of Transformation podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Zeller. I'm excited about today's episode. I have a few ideas of some things I want to talk about. We'll see how they all tie together. You know, this month in particular, if you're listening to this in May of 2023, I think it's a really big month for letting go of identity, letting go of old identities, and also just recognizing what is old and and what's new, what parts of us that we're holding on to that just aren't even us anymore. And making conscious decisions to let those parts of us go. And then for those of you that are on a awakening journey, awakening enlightenment journey, I think also this is an enormous month and year, by the way, to let go of who you think you are, let go of ego identity. And so whether you're on that journey or not, I think that this episode will be really supportive for you and, I don't know, might help you see things anew. If you're not signed up for the weekly dose of magic, I think you should be because, I mean, I don't know about you, but I like magic. Do you like magic? You probably do like magic. Otherwise, I don't think you would hit play on the Magic of Transformation podcast. If you do like magic, make sure you're signed up for the Weekly Dose of Magic. It is a totally free magical offering. You can sign up in the show notes. Also, this month I am offering a few one-on-one magic sessions. I've been doing these magic sessions lately to help people get some clarity around creative projects, to help people remove some self-limiting beliefs, help people move through attachments around their work or their creative projects, Magic sessions are really great if you want to get some clarity. If you are feeling really stuck somewhere or like you can't stop overthinking about something or you're like, I don't know why, but this is really bugging me or I'm really feeling a lot of scarcity around this topic. That's really when a magic session can really serve you. And by the way, if you're new to this podcast, a magic session is essentially just a one-on-one like intuitive session where I can help you get some clarity around a subject, help you see things that you're not seeing, and really help you like alleviate some tension around particular topics in your life right now or particular situations. So for instance, I just did a magic session recently with somebody that wants to dive 
deeper into a creative project, but they were feeling a little bit of a block around that creative project. And I helped them to come up with a strategy. And I helped them to move through some personal blocks around that. But I also do a lot of one-on-one magic sessions about people's personal relationships or things that are coming up in their life. So if you're just wanting to find some relief, like in any area of your life, relief or clarity, or you want a big shot, a big boost of confidence, and I would really encourage you to sign up for a magic session. You can find a link to sign up in the show notes. And actually, you know what? I think I'm going to offer $20 off uh, a magic session this month. If you want to sign up this month, enter code MAGIC20 and you will get $20 off. That's only if you book this month, meaning you purchase this month. So you can book it for next month, but you're actually purchasing it this month because the discount will end at the end of May of 2023. So that is MAGIC20. Again, you can see a link in the show notes for how to uh, sign up for a magic session. You guys, if you love this podcast, would you do me a solid and rate and review it? I mean, this really means so much to me if you would just take like literally 30 seconds to do it. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. I just, I really appreciate that. I mean, it's good for the show. It helps the show to scale because it signals to the algorithm that the show is worth listening to when I get ratings and reviews. But also, I mean, it just makes me feel really good. You know, if I'm being honest, I I just really appreciate it when you take a minute to write a review. So you can find a link to review it in Apple in the show notes, but then also you can just rate wherever you listen. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. If you want to work with me, you can find all of my offerings at thetransformationschool.com. For those of you that want to revitalize your career, make more money, love what you do, streamline your career into things that only light you the fuck up, then you should really consider contacting me and we can have a conversation about if you are a good fit for my upcoming nine-month workshop, Your Life's Work. There are only two spots left for your life's work. We start mid-June. If you're all interested, then DM me on Instagram at Stephanie Zeller Speaks, and we'll schedule a one-on-one call, and we'll see if you're a good fit for it. Can't wait to connect with you. Okay, so when I first moved to LA, I went and I saw, I think it was like Red Bull dancers. There was just a Red Bull competition of Red Bull dancers, and this was so rad to see in person. I love to watch dancers anyways, and this was just so cool. So I went to go see these professional dancers compete, and there was this little halftime show during this competition where this former Red Bull dancer had just created a album, so was now a musician. And so she got up and she sang and she had a bunch of dancers dancing with her. After she sang, she was on the mic and she said, don't listen to people when they tell you that you can only be a dancer. If you want to do other things, you can do other things too. And she was trying to encourage the audience that, you know, if they wanted to break out of dancing and try singing, that they could do this too. And it really struck me when she said this, because me as just somebody, you know, in the audience, I was actually a bit confused at first as to why she was 
saying that. I mean, I spot people's limiting beliefs for a living. So I knew within like a second what was happening. But for a very brief second when she was talking about this, I thought, oh, strange. Like, why why is she qualifying what she's doing? Like, why is she trying to encourage these dancers that they can do other things? And it, of course, occurred to me that the reason she is doing this is because she herself felt really boxed in. She was a dancer and she felt like that was her identity and that was kind of all she could be. And then when she wanted to try singing, she clearly struggled with that. She clearly struggled with, okay, I don't know how to do this. Like, I'm a dancer. I'm not a singer. And then this whole thing obviously ensued for her where she had to learn how to transition into this kind of new identity of now of I'm a dancer and I'm a singer, or maybe I'm just a singer now and maybe I'm not so much a dancer. And so it was cool because she's trying to support people in the audience. And interestingly, although the particular example of, you know, dancing and then moving into singing did not apply to me because I'm not a professional dancer. I mean, I don't know. I probably could be. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Anyways, um, what what I did appreciate about that in the moment is that I was still in the middle of a career shift myself. So I had moved to LA. And when I moved to LA from the Pacific Northwest, I decided not to get a dental license in California. So my previous career, for those of you that don't know, was as a prosthodontist, which is a dental specialist. And in dentistry, I was a prosthodontist, and I was also an educator, and I spoke internationally, and I taught general dentists about various things in dentistry. And in 2018, I got bored, essentially, of being a dentist and wanted to do something else. And that is when I went on this kind of long journey to discover what it was that I did want to do. And then when I moved here a couple years later, I decided, you know what, I haven't practiced dentistry in a while. I'm not even going to pursue a license to practice dentistry in the state of California because I know that's not what I want to do. So it was somewhat of a leap because I had to then just make money off of what I do now, which is coaching and running online courses and workshops. But it was a leap that I was I was ready to take. However, there was a part of me that struggled with feeling really confident with that new identity because I felt like there were people in dentistry that both judged my decision and were boxing me in. It's like they couldn't see me as anything outside of the construct of dentistry. They couldn't see me as something else, something additional to the way they'd always seen me. Now, have you ever been friends with somebody for a really long time and then maybe you move or maybe they move or life changes, life shifts, and then you don't talk to them for many years and then you go back and you maybe have a coffee with this person, maybe you just run into them and as you're talking to them, you get this feeling like they see you as the person that you used to be, but not the person that you are. And in a way, they're talking to you in such a way that 
feels like they're kind of not holding space for who you are, meaning they're assuming that you have certain thoughts, beliefs, perspectives that aligns with theirs. But as you're talking to them, you're realizing like, oh, I don't resonate with this person right now. I don't share this person's thoughts, beliefs, and perspectives any longer. But I don't even know how to articulate that to them because they're actually not even leaving me space to articulate that to them. Or better yet, has this occurred with family members? Has this occurred with your parents? Maybe you no longer live close to family members, aunts and uncles, cousins, your parents, siblings, whatever. And you've changed, you've evolved a lot, but then you run back into family and they're talking to you, but they're talking to you like who you used to be versus who you are today. And there's like an uncomfortable tension there because in a way it's like you want them to know like, oh, I'm not that person anymore, but also that's weird, right? Like how do you articulate to them who you really are? Or have you ever made a new friend And they keep assuming that they know who you are. And you know this by way of the way that they're talking. But you know deep down, like, they're not seeing me for who I am. I've had this happen with, like, so many people. (laughs) I've had this happen. This has happened to me more often than it's not. Like... Um, but but really where it has happened to me has been in coaching relationships where someone has coached me or working relationships when I used to work for other people. There would be a lot of assumptions about who I was. And because I wasn't quick to bum rush them and correct their assumptions about me, it took them actually like a long time to get to know me and to see that I am not the archetype that they were trying to box me into. What happens is if people are lazy with their consciousness, if people are just moving through the world on autopilot. And I used to do this too. So this is normal. And there's a good chance like you're doing this right now to people because unless you're really cognizant of this, unless you're really aware of it, um, this is just the way our brains default. This is what our brains just default to. And I'm still guilty of this at certain times, especially if I'm just really lazy or tired and I'm not being really conscious about who I'm talking to and holding a lot of space for them, then I will default to thinking that I know who they are. And it's really unfortunate because then I end up pigeonholing or boxing people in in the way that I don't like to be boxed in either. But that's just what we do. So what our brains do is our subconscious mind is constantly looking for patterns to classify people in, like archetypes. Because if we don't categorize people, if we don't label people and categorize them, then it's actually a lot more work for our subconscious. So our brain just defaults to always looking for patterns and categorizing people. And so we'll talk to somebody for well, literally you guys sometimes like 10 seconds and our subconscious mind will categorize them. We will put them in a box and we'll say, oh, this is this kind of person. So our brain wants to classify and categorize people. And the way that we do that is in our mind, we create archetypes of people like, oh, this is this kind of person. This is this kind of person. This is this kind of person. And then upon meeting someone or getting to know someone, we'll put them in that category. In order for us not to do that, we have to be really, really conscious and aware. And we have to be conscious and aware of the fact that people are always going to surprise us if we provide space for them to be different than the way that we've categorized them, then they oftentimes will surprise us and they will be different from the way that we are categorizing them. But that takes a conscious awareness to hold space for that. 
once we have categorized someone, the interesting thing is we now have a lens over our eyes and we're interpreting everything that they do through that lens. So if they do something that's outside of that archetype or that category, we actually won't catch it because we have a lens on. So I have this history of like people continuously underestimating me. I mean, literally just everyone that I've ever worked with, I feel like in some way has underestimated me. And then I at some point surprise them and they're like, oh, whoa, (laughs) you're different than I thought you were. And I just generally let people discover that on their own. But there's something to be said for like owning kind of who we are or who we are not. And that's what I appreciated about this Red Bull dancer is she in front of everyone really owned like, I'm not just a Red Bull dancer. I'm also a singer. And who knows, there were maybe some people in the audience, some Red Bull dancers in the audience that were throwing her a little shade that didn't want her to be more than a Red Bull dancer. Because here's the thing. Sometimes we don't want people that we consider to be in our tribe to change. When I left dentistry, I had a lot of people tell me it was like really devastating for them that I left, particularly because I was a young-ish female on the lecture circuit. I would lecture at these enormous conferences where there were maybe 40 people speaking and 39 of them were men and I was the only woman on the stage. And for a lot of women, I represented them in a field that was still really male dominated. And I have to say, like, white male dominated as well. I mean, it was just like not very diverse at all. And a lot of times after I would be finished speaking, I would have women come up to me and just say, like, thank you for speaking. Nothing to do with what I spoke about or the content. They were just so grateful that there was a fucking woman on the stage, right? Like representing with all these men. And when I left, it was really devastating for a lot of women. And ultimately, I have to do what my heart is calling me to. But you can see why I had some inner conflict because I was like, okay, this is weird because all these people have pigeonholed me into like, this is who I am. And I'm trying to be someone else. And I'm having some trouble, some constraint in that. So when this Red Bull dancer was talking about, you can be a singer too. I was really applying that to my own situation and thinking, I can be something else other than what I've always thought myself to be. I've always thought of myself as this person. But I can give myself permission to be something different. Two. The one thing that I knew going through that career transition was that in order for anyone else to accept me and who I am now and what I do, I had to accept me first. And that meant I had to let go of the thought construct. I had to let go of the identity of Stephanie is a specialist in dentistry. I had to let myself become something different. I had to think of myself as something different. And for a lot of people that have been really, really career focused, and I know that's a lot of my listeners, it's hard to think of ourselves as something other than what we do. It's hard to think of ourselves as something more than what we do. 
that we are actually multidimensional beings and we're not just what we do or what we produce, but there's a whole essence to us and that essence can be expressed in many shapes and forms. Instead, we think of ourselves as just one expression. So it's like, instead of thinking of myself as a multidimensional being that over here, I'm a dentist, over here, I like to dance and have fun, over here, I like to hang out with friends, over here, I like to go to art galleries, over here, I like to listen to music. Instead of thinking of myself as that, I think of myself as like, oh, I'm this one thing, like I'm, I'm a dentist. And then if I want to change that, it can feel really devastating. Or maybe I'm married to so-and-so, and and that's my identity. I'm partners with so-and-so, and and that's my identity. We get so attached to the form of the things that we're doing that when we want to make a change, it feels really devastating, but we don't know why. And so right now in your life, if you're trying to make a change in some way, like maybe you're trying to create a new friend group, maybe you're thinking about changing your career in some way, maybe you're thinking about pursuing a new creative endeavor, maybe you're thinking about finding a new partner or being honest with your partner about how things are really going. Any of these things can feel really scary because what it feels like we're doing at a core level is we are threatening our own identity. We have built what feels like a solid ground for us to stand upon, and that ground is, quote, our identity, and that is like X, Y, Z, and you're attempting to maybe shake up one of those things. And so to you, it feels like the ground is falling out from beneath you. But what I want to talk about today is like, that's actually not what's happening. It's just a false perception of what's happening. You are actually just an energy, an essence a soul that's expressing through this body. You are so much more than what you do. And you have permission to change, to evolve, to express things differently, to try different things throughout this lifetime. You're not here to just be or do one thing. You're not here to just be friends with one group of people or to just be in one organization or make this one commitment. You're here to experience life as a multidimensional being. And when we limit ourselves in some way, because we can't conceptualize of our identity as something different than what we've always been, then life starts feeling really small. It starts feeling really constrictive. We start feeling really stuck in a lot of ways. We feel like we're suffocating. And that's really when it feels like life force energy is like drained out of us. It's because life is pushing you to express and evolve and try new things and be the creative expression of life force energy that you are in a lot of different ways. And yet you are limiting yourself from that expression, because you can't conceptualize of yourself as anything different than who you've always been. That rebel dancer couldn't conceptualize at first, she couldn't see herself as anything other than a Red Bull dancer. And then when she started to, and she was like, you know what? No, I can be a singer too. She wanted to share that message. She wanted to say, hey, dancers, if you guys want to sing, you can do that too. But to me, of course, like an outsider looking in, my thought was like, of course you can. Why couldn't you? Right? It's like, if you were to meet an artist that only worked in one medium, like they only painted But then they also wanted to do sculpture. And then you heard them speaking one day and they were like, "Ugh, it took me years to give myself permission to try this other art medium. You, maybe not being an artist, would look at them and be like, oh, why? Why didn't you just try it? That's how silly it can seem when you're stuck in your forms of identity. 
when you're not allowing yourself to meet new people or try new things or be creative in new ways, it's the same thing. It's the same sort of like you're stuck in a thought construct as well. You're telling yourself you can only be one thing, this thing, that thing, when really you can be anything. So in my career, I knew that I had to fully accept myself as what I do now before anybody else would accept me. And that was difficult because I had to see myself as bigger than what I used to be doing. I had to see myself as bigger than a specialist in dentistry. I was watching this show this last week, and I'm not going to name the show because I don't want to spoil it for anyone. But on this show, this female character was outed publicly for having a relationship with another woman. And everyone had thought that she was heterosexual. And she was having a conversation with somebody else. And she said, I don't know why I care what these hateful people think. And this other character said to her, who, the world? And she said, no, my family. So she had been outed to the world. But what she was feeling really upset about was that her family was going to find out. And this is often the case. It's often the case that we are most locked in to old identities because people that have been really close to us, like in close-knit communities, our little tribes, right, whether that be our family or close-knit community that we've become really close to, it's oftentimes to those people that we are most afraid to shine bright in new, different, interesting ways. Why? If this is the case, if you feel this in any way, if you're like, I don't know if this community is going to accept this new side of me, it's because they're not holding space for you to. They're categorizing you as something and then they're not allowing you to be more than that. And people that don't allow other people to be more than who they've always been to them are often the same people that don't allow themselves to change. The people that box me in and that in the past have always thought that I'm this one thing and they underestimate me, those are the same people that don't let themselves change. Now, sometimes we can be wrong. We can think that everybody close to us, we can think that like our family, our tribe, our friends, our community will reject us if they learn these new things about us or if we express new parts of ourselves. And then we do express these parts of ourselves and we learn that they they don't reject us and that it was all in our head. I mean, this this can very likely be the case. But a lot of times there are people in our family, in our community that are going to maybe reject us and not hold space for us. And so if that's the case for you, I just have to ask, like, are they worth keeping around? If they're not somebody that's supporting your expansion, if they aren't someone that wants to see you grow and evolve, do you really want people in your life that want to see you stay small, that want to see you locked into an old personality that you don't even feel like is you any longer? Is that who you want in your life? When we want to change and evolve, when we want to try something new, when we want to express different parts of ourselves, there's one enormous thing that's going to get in your way of doing that. And this is the biggest thing I would say for everybody. This is the number one thing that's going to stop you from exploring new 
identities, from letting go of parts of you that aren't even you anymore, from letting go of your identity, this thing that's going to stop you, are you ready for it? Write it down. This thing that's going to stop you is you. You are going to stop you. There is a part of you that is stopping you from changing. There's a part of you that is saying it's not safe to change. This part of you got programmed into your mind, was created inside of you. This inner voice was created inside of you at some point in your history when you tried to do something different or new and it was not embraced. And this has happened to like all of us at some point, like maybe in our childhood, maybe we tried to do something new and we weren't encouraged. Maybe we were even ridiculed. And we learned that it's not safe to try new things. We learned that it's better to be who mom, dad, caretakers, coaches, teachers, culture wants us to be because that's how we get positive reinforcement and that's how we belong and we fit into the tribe. That's how we get accepted. And that works for a time, right? Like that that maybe worked for you when you were in childhood. But now as an adult, there's a part of you that wants to be expressed. There's a part of you that wants to evolve and break free, but you're blocking that part of you. Because you're not sure if it's safe to. So in order to let this new part of you be expressed, you have to let the old part of you, quote, die. You have to let the kind of like who you've always been go. And here's the interesting thing. I say die and I say that like hesitantly because I don't actually believe that's what's really happening. But when we let go of old parts of us, like old parts of our identity, at first, up until the point that we do let it go, it does feel like a death. So this last week, I had a intuitive feeling that someone that I know should check out this podcast of mine that is titled My Awakening and the Four Levels of Happiness. And I'll link that in the show notes. And when I sent it to them, I decided to listen to the latter part of that episode, which was about my own awakening experience, which happened a few years ago, where I essentially released my identity. I was feeling really, really stuck. I didn't know why. I was in my car on a ferry going between Seattle and Bainbridge Island in the Pacific Northwest. And I was just like, I felt like I was going to explode. I felt like I was going to explode. There was so much tension in my body. And I was journaling about it. And I was just feeling like, honestly, really pissed off. I just felt like I was crawling out of my skin. And as I was journaling, I heard this voice in my head. And it said, what do you want to be free from, Stephanie? And I realized at the time that I could hear that in two different ways. I could hear it as, well, what what is it that you want to be free from, Stephanie? Or I could hear it as, what do you want to be free from, Stephanie? Like, do you want to be free from Stephanie? And it struck me that it was asking me that. Like, is it maybe Stephanie that you want to be free from? Is it maybe Stephanie that is limiting you? And so I said out loud, yes. I want to be free from Stephanie. And then just like that, 
all of the sudden, it was like me, my being, my energetic essence shot out of my body and I became everything. Like I was looking at the water and it was like, that's me. I was looking at the cars and I was like, those cars are me. And I wasn't, of course, I wasn't actually thinking anything. It was very silent, blissful, still, peaceful, and I was everything. That's what it felt like. And if you want to hear more about this, you should just listen to the episode because I'm not going to go in depth with it right now. But it was unbelievably amazing. And that was my first moment of awakening. It was my first moment of realizing that I am not stuck in this body. I am not a separate being. I am consciousness. And consciousness is what makes up everything. And That happened when I liberated myself from thinking that I was just Stephanie. And that's the interesting thing is I had just gotten to the point where Stephanie actually felt like a prison because there was a part of me that was wanting to break free so desperately. But sometimes what can also happen is letting go of a part of ourselves or shedding in identity can feel devastating. It can feel like we're losing a part of us, like we're losing something. It can feel like that. That's a lie, but it can feel like that. So I've let go of the construct of Stephanie many, many times. And, you know, now what I've come to believe is that I am consciousness and my avatar is just this being called Stephanie. But I don't limit myself to Stephanie's history or certain constructs that Stephanie used to identify herself as. Now I allow myself to continuously try new things because I'm not Stephanie. I I hope this is making at least a little bit of sense. My point is, is that like, I don't have to define myself by my likes and dislikes, by my history, by what people think I am. I can be whatever the fuck I want to be. And so can you. The person that you think that you are today is just an idea in your mind. And what you're doing is you are projecting that idea onto everyone else. You're claiming that. You're saying, this is who I am. And I'm afraid that if I try to be anything else that you're going to reject me. So the key to finding your way forward is to first change this idea in your mind that you can only be the person that you are defining yourself to be. You can be anything. You can be anyone. The only person that's stopping you from expressing new forms of identity is you. I have not lost either one of my parents. Both of my parents are still living. But I've talked to um, many people that have lost at least one of their parents. And Something that I've heard many people say is that after a time of one of their parents passing, they felt liberated. Why? Because they felt like they were free from a certain degree of judgment. It's like they finally felt like they could be someone different without somebody judging them for being different. And the only reason I share this is to just illustrate how strongly we actually are attached to other people's perceptions of us, especially those that we're closest to, and how our fear of the fact that they may reject us actually limits us 
from changing and growing and evolving in ways that are just extraordinary. But a lot of times, it's not even them that's stopping us. It's the internalized parent. It's the person inside of us. It's the voice inside of us that's saying it's not safe to change. If tomorrow you woke up on a different planet, and on this planet, no matter what you did, no matter what you do, everyone will always support you. Everyone will always encourage you and support you. What would you do? Who would you be? And I'm not just throwing this idea out there and you're like, oh, yeah, that's an interesting idea. No, my friend, I want you to actually take a beat right now. What kind of clothes would you wear? If you knew that no one would ever, ever mock you, belittle you, say anything bad about you, make fun of you, look at you weird, but all anyone would ever do on this other planet is support you, what kind of clothes would you wear? What kind of creative things would you be trying? What would your friends be like? Who would you choose to be in community with? What would you be doing for work? It's time. It's time to do some of these things now, here, on this planet, at this time, because that's what this year, 2023, is all about. It's about becoming more of our authentic self. It's about shining brighter. It's about letting go of old identities that we don't even identify ourselves as anymore, but we're just holding on to them because we think that's what other people want. What you realize when you let go of old identities is that you actually didn't lose anything when you let go of that identity, when you let go of that label of who you are, because you are not the label, you are the essence behind it. When I let go of the fact that I was a dentist, did I, as Stephanie, just disappear? No, I'm still here. I'm still the energy, the essence, the soul. I just let go of the label of that thing. But that was hard because I thought that's what I was. I thought that I was the dentist, but I wasn't the dentist. That was just a label of who I was. If you let go of any aspect of you, it's going to feel scary. It's going to feel like a death, but you're not that thing. That's just a label of who you think you are. And when you finally let that thing go, you will see that you were so much bigger than that thing. And it wasn't a death at all. In fact, it was just you becoming more of yourself. It was you giving yourself more space. It was you giving yourself more freedom. It was you expressing the truth of who you really are, which is that you can be whoever the fuck you want to be. And you will never, never be limited by labels ever if you choose not to be. The only one that is limiting you at this juncture is you. 
Now, because I know that there are some international listeners, there are some cases that maybe it's not safe to fully express parts of yourself, like literally physically not safe. And if this is the case for you, I would just encourage you to find ways to express parts of you in new and interesting ways that do feel safe to you. Because I would bet that there are some safe ways to express that are available to you, but you may be limiting yourself with those. This idea of us limiting ourselves is just so universal that I just don't think there's a single person listening that is not limiting themselves in some way by their thought constructs and their labels. But that no longer has to be the case. So before we close today, you're going to choose one way that you're going to start expressing anew. You're going to choose one way that you're going to let yourself out of the label categorization prison. Instead of just being ABC or XYZ, you're going to be something else too, because you're not just the labels. You're the essence that is expressing, and you get to express in any way that you choose to. So right now, make a decision in your mind and allow it to maybe just be the first thing that pops in. What is one new way that you're going to allow self-expression? What is one new way that you're going to share a new part of yourself that maybe you've been scared to express? Or you're going to try something new? Or you're just going to imagine a world bigger for yourself? Just what is one new way that you're going to allow yourself to express? And what is one thing that you're going to release? What is one aspect of your identity that you're ready to put away? Maybe you don't like going shopping anymore. Maybe you don't want to hang out with that friend. Maybe you don't want to keep going to church or hanging out with that community. What's one thing that you're going to put down and walk away from? And what's the thing that you're going to step towards and into and begin? Claim it. Own it for yourself today, my friend, because as soon as you do, as soon as you start to really own it for yourself, others will own it for you too. And I mean, I'm being serious. Don't cheat yourself here. Take this opportunity to really put this into practice right now. One thing you're walking away from, one thing you're stepping into. Honor yourself and choose, big or small, choose it now. Hopefully you've chosen something and I just want to say choose a date that you're going to do this by. End of week, right? Really own this. And you know what that means? That means by listening to this episode, you have actually allowed an evolution of your identity. And that's fucking huge. And what I hope for you is that you will see that you didn't lose anything. And by the way, sometimes like, yeah, in the short term, it'll feel like we've lost something like, oh, yeah, maybe my friends aren't going to be into this. Or, you know, like for me, I lost like the dental community, a large part of the dental community. but. Overall, I've lost nothing at all because I'm building new communities and I know that there are new communities that are still on their way to me and communities that are more aligned with who I am authentically. By letting go of that career, I now have a career that lights me up more than dentistry ever could for me, right? 
Sometimes there's a little gap in between where the old has to transition, has to fall away before the new comes. That's natural. If something new hasn't manifested, it doesn't mean something new isn't coming. It just means it's on its way. I haven't lost anything at all. I've only gained. There was no death of my identity because I am more than what I did for a career. I'm more than my likes and dislikes. I'm more than Stephanie. And you are more too. You aren't losing anything. You aren't losing anything. You are expanding. You are becoming brighter. You are becoming your true self. The amazing multidimensional being. So welcome. Welcome, my friend. Welcome. I'm so excited to welcome these new aspects of you that are here, that are finally expressing. And let me just remind you, just like we want others to hold space for us to change and evolve, let's also hold space for other people to change and evolve. Let's try not to categorize other people. Let's try not to label them. Let's try not to tune out when they're talking, but let's hold space for who they're always changing and evolving into. Let's hold space for each other's total expression. Let's hold space for surprise. And let's also be surprising. Welcome to your first day of expressing this new part of you. I can't wait to meet you.